Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 11 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one where you decide what being authentic means to you. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, how are you? And welcome to episode 11 of the podcast, Create What You Crave. This is so fun, right? Here we are together again for another juicy conversation. And I want to give you a little background on today's topic that I know you're going to love, okay? So a couple of weeks ago, my oldest son, Nick, took me to Paisley Park so we could tour Prince's recording studios, his offices, all of the things, right? Now, if you don't know who Prince is, I'm going to tell you to stop this podcast immediately, go to Spotify, and listen to some of his music. Listen to Purple Rain, Kiss, Let's Go Crazy. 1999. I want to be your lover. You've got the look. I could list so many songs. Okay. Then when you're done with that and you have a good feel for him, then come back and finish this episode. Okay. (laughs) Now, hopefully you know who Prince is. And if you do, then you know, he was a brilliant musician, a brilliant singer and composer, right? The tour blew my mind. And if you've never been on it, I highly recommend it and make sure you do the VIP tour because you get to see extra things. But the room where his custom-made shoes and boots, oh my gosh, so amazing. I could have stayed there for hours. And the tour included so many videos of him at different stages of his life. And I learned things that I didn't even know. And I'm a Minnesota girl. You know, He's from Minnesota, born and raised, right? And it was such an amazing day. It really, really was. But the theme that kept running through his life that I noticed was that he was who he was, authentically Prince. Every video, didn't matter if it was from childhood to his last concert, he showed up as himself unapologetically. I admire that and I adore him for that. He always knew he was what, quote unquote, different, right? His interests were different. He was more soft-spoken in the majority of his interviews. His music was incredibly varied. He wore what some people might call costumes (laughs) rather than clothing, but that was his style. That was his thing. You know, he showed up, wore whatever he wanted and certainly was different from the mainstream, right? He stood up for things he believed in. He fought against his record label by changing his name to that symbol. You know, he's formerly known as Prince, that thing so that they couldn't abuse his music rights for the rest of that contract that he had with his record label. And as soon as that contract expired, he changed his name back to Prince. He was an original for sure. And that brings me to the topic for today. It's authenticity. 
How do you show up in the world? Have you thought about that? Are you one person at home and another person at work? I think that's an interesting question, don't you? Some of the women that I coach fall into this habit of being. They show up one way at work. They're driven, results-oriented, focused, all the things. Some really masculine energy. And sometimes they ignore those little sniggly feelings that come, you know, when a boundary is being crossed or a value is being stepped on. And they rarely tap into their feminine energy. Now, if you don't know what feminine energy, I'm going to be doing a podcast all about that. It's not, you know, wearing pink and lipstick and all the things, right? This is power feminine energy. But then at home, that's where they let their feminine energy shine through. They're more nurturing and caring. They're better listeners and they allow space for the conversation. They let their personality show more and they have more fun. And I've been guilty of this myself. I have to be honest, you know, when I worked earlier in my career, you go into corporate and all the messaging around, you got to be professional. You know, what does that even mean? What does that look like? What did that look like for women back when I was doing it? Because I've been an entrepreneur for many, many years. And when I was in corporate, it was, hey, don't be too loud. Dress in business attire, which is the most boring thing ever. Oh, my stars. I never owned a suit. I had to go buy them, right? Don't go against management. Don't be too flashy. Don't brag. Don't speak up. Don't be original. Oh, my stars. What are we supposed to do? And I remember the first day I started in my real estate business, I had to get photos taken for my business cards. Have you ever noticed that realtors always have their picture on their business cards? I think that is hysterical. Why is that? Why do realtors feel they have to have their pictures on their business cards? Anyway, in order to have a successful photo shoot, I was told I had to dress professionally. And you know what that meant? A blazer, dress pants, you know, and very boxy. And I had to go get them because nothing in my closet was quote unquote professional, right? Reach that definition. And then, and I was had to laugh at this. They asked me to stand sideways to the camera, fold my arms across my chest and smile. Like folding my arms is a natural thing for me to do. And that's going to get me hired. But that's the pose you see so often with salespeople, realtors. We're standing there with our arms crossed, kind of looking over our shoulder, smiling at you like, you know, yeah, hire me. This, I mean, I just think it's so silly. So next time you're out and about, notice billboards of realtors, bus benches with realtors on them. You know, next time you're driving around, notice what they look like. Notice their websites too. Would you hire that person? Do they even look approachable? Do they look authentic or comfortable? But that's what professional was back then, right? So what does it look like where you work? And do you agree with it even? I think since COVID, we've gotten away from, you know, all that we have to be professional dressed and all of that stuff. But, and I know a lot of people going back to the office are kind of stressed out about, you know, now what do I have to wear? Because, you know, when we've been Zoom, you know, working from Zoom, we are, you know, professional on top and party on the bottom kind of, so to speak. But let's get back to authentic leadership. I digress. I looked up the definition of authentic by, of course, seeking the all-knowing Google. And here's what I found. Genuine, real, original. Authentic implies being fully trustworthy. That's cool. True to one's own personality, spirit, or character. Don't you love that? True to one's own personality, spirit, or character. And I would add one more thing. True to one's own core values. 
How does that land with you? Does it resonate? It sure does with me. So how can you bring that into your role as a leader or an entrepreneur? What are you doing right now that isn't in alignment with your core values? These are really great questions to ponder. And I invite you to do that after you're done listening to this. Take 10 or 15 minutes and start writing some answers to these questions, okay? And I've thrown together a couple of ideas on how you can take some baby steps to begin to merge those multiple parts of you that you might be managing. You know, one part of you is at work, one part of you is at home, one part of you is at friends. You know, let's just bring it, let's make it easy on ourselves. Let's just bring our whole self to work. Let's bring our whole self wherever we go. It's one of those concepts that's kind of hard to define precisely, but you're going to develop a feel for it when you start to open up to it. And this often means modeling the behavior by showing some vulnerability to the people who report to you or just admitting like when you're having a bad day. I mean, that's a little bit of vulnerability. That's a baby step that you can start to merge these things together. And that's creating a safe space for others to do the same, right? Another way that you can bring all of yourself to work, don't be afraid to speak your mind or stand up for what or who you believe in. Do this for yourself and do this for other people. This requires an environment of trust, right? It also creates an environment of trust and loyalty, one that supports diversity and allows for creativity and innovation. The next couple of tips I have are all from my four derailers, right? If you're going to be authentic, you can't be people-pleasing. People-pleasing has no part in being authentic because the focus is on making other people like you and doing what they want to gain their acceptance. There's no ownership of yourself in that scenario, right? And then the other derailer, perfection. Perfection creates a barrier to authenticity because it never allows you to make mistakes. Or if you do, it doesn't allow you to take ownership of them. There's this false self that you're projecting to the world. And when you own your humanness, it's the gateway to connection. Now, another way is to know your core values. I talked about this just earlier. This is the key to authentic leadership. Be unwavering in your belief in and practice of your core values. And if you don't know what yours are, that's okay. It's totally okay to admit that. And then you know where to begin. Start noticing what you're tolerating in your world, what you are putting up with that rubs you the wrong way. Notice what value that toleration is stepping on and then start to go from there. That's where your discovery starts, okay? And the last tip I have for you is to start to listen from within. We all have that still small voice that is full of knowing. There's so much noise in our world and it can drown that voice out if we let it. But that voice, that inner wisdom, or what I like to call your inner wise self, that will never steer you wrong. It will never betray you. You know, your ego mind, yep, ego mind's going to betray you every time because that's your ego mind. It's the voice that will guide you, that inner wisdom will guide you and offer you the right direction or solution for you every single time. 
heed that advice. You know, you've done it in the past. You know how it feels. So slow down enough to be still and listen to what it has to say, because it's always spot on. So an authentic person, then we could define that as someone who isn't afraid to be true to who they are, including their personality, their values and principles in life, right? They don't bother compromising the entirety of who they are just for the comfort of other people. Instead, an authentic person still sticks to who they are regardless of what other people think of them. So how will you show up differently moving forward? I want you to answer that for yourself. How can you be more authentic in everything you do? Because when you do, you give permission to those around you to do the same. So stop hiding parts of yourself from other people. Bring the whole of you everywhere you go. You were made to be seen, my friend. You were created on purpose, every part of you. So show up as you unapologetically and watch what happens. And by the way, I'd love to hear how this is changing your job, your relationships, everything in your world. So please reach out to me and let me know how this changes stuff, okay? So until next time, my friends, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.